Hi, everyone. Welcome into episode number 48 of the Building Up Podcast. I'm David McConnell, the lead pastor at Agape Church in Pinson. As always, thank you guys for being with us. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that one of our main purposes is to equip the church with the Word of God for the purpose of spiritual growth. That's a big focus that we have on this podcast. And today I want to talk about one of the tools that God uses in the life of a Christian to help us grow spiritually and to mature in Christ. And that tool is correction. Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that God corrects His children. He disciplines them so that they may grow up and share in His holiness. And Hebrews 12 affirms that correction is not always fun. It is sometimes painful to our flesh, but it is profitable. It trains us in the way that we should go. It produces in us right character, which leads to right behavior. And so God corrects His children. God also tells His people that they should build one another up. And sometimes that building one another up involves the use of wise correction, sometimes in the form of what the Bible calls exhortation. Again, in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 3, the church is told, exhort one another every day so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So a protection that you have and I have in our lives against being deceived into sin is the exhortation or the wise correction of other believers. Exhort is a very deep word that means to persuade someone using things like encouragement or comfort or sometimes a warning or an admonishment. And I think all of those things can be forms of wise correction. Encouragement can be a form of correction, just the same as an admonishment can be. And so believers who have the Spirit of God in them are to help other believers who also have the Spirit of God in them see areas of their life in which they may need to change or grow. These are often areas that are blind spots. We can't see them ourselves. We need someone else to help us. Now, while correction is necessary for spiritual growth and while God intends His church to use this tool to help one another, actually doing this can be pretty difficult, even tricky. Sometimes we are way too eager to want to correct other people and our attitude is not what it should be and we go from godly exhortation and actually slip into criticism or fleshly judgment and we want to correct someone but we want to do it for the wrong reasons. Now other times we are so concerned with how a person might respond to us we're concerned about hurting their feelings and having to have an uncomfortable conversation so we stay silent and we end up not exhorting people at all. And that's not helpful in the long run either. So in the church community we need to be considering how to use exhortation and wise correction and use it well and that's the topic of our podcast today. To talk about this some more, I want to look at Ephesians chapter 4. So if you have a Bible, if you'll go there, and we're going to look specifically at verse 15. 
In Ephesians 4, Paul is making the case that Christians should be concerned, as God is, with unity and maturity. And he says that God has ordained in the church leaders who will equip the church. Uh, and he has also asked for the church, he's given the church a calling to one another to invest in other believers so that these goals of maturity and unity can be met. And when we come to unity and we come to maturity, we won't be tossed around by confusion and deceitfulness from the world. And so in this chapter, in verse 15, Paul says this, Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, who is Christ. So, Paul says, one of the ways that we grow up in every way that we need to is by speaking truth in love to one another. And these two attributes, truth and love, must always be together in the church. It was Bible pastor, uh, Bible commentator, and pastor Warren Wiersbe who said, love without truth is hypocrisy. If you say you love someone, but you don't speak truth to them, you don't actually love them. At the same time, truth without love is brutality. If you just want to speak truth, but you don't really care about someone, you, you don't really have love for them, then you're just trying to hammer them with facts, and you probably have wrong motivations in doing that. So for corrective exhortation to happen well, we must speak truth in love. Those things must be together always. So let's consider that a little bit more. What does that look like? Truth in love. Let's start with truth. Truth is pointing us to the Bible, the Word of Christ. Colossians 3.16 tells us, tells the church, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. So the church is told, have the Word of Christ in you always, and use that Word of Christ to teach and admonish one another, which is certainly a form of exhortation or wise correction. So the truth we are to speak to one another is not our opinion, it's not our tradition, it's not human laws, it's not common sense. It is not our own ideals of how someone should live or what type of attitudes they should have. Uh, truth is the Word of Christ. It's Scripture, and it's applied wisdom from Scripture. And so what this means is that for you and I to give correction well, for us to exhort well other believers, we need to be in the Word. Now, certainly we need to be in the Word for our own building up in the faith, but we also should be in the Word and desire to be in the Word so that we can have something to build others up with, so that we can have nuggets of truth and passages of Scripture to be able to share with other believers who are in our life. And, and it also means that we should be able to differentiate between God's Word and our own Word. If we're speaking to someone and we're giving them some type of practical counsel from our own experience, that's okay, but we should make sure that we don't treat that the same as we treat the infallible Word of God. The truth that we must deliver is from Scripture, and we must always be willing to make that separation between Scripture, truth, 
and our own words and thoughts. So, truth is the word of Christ, and truth must be coupled with love. Now, this doesn't mean we hammer people with truth and we just say, well, I'm doing this because I love you. It's much deeper than that. First of all, inherent in that or inferred in that is that we have a relationship with someone. So we should be working to build relationships in the church that are healthy so that we can invest in those people and those people can invest in us. Um, I always think of it uh, as we invest in relationships, it's like making deposits into a bank account. And when we go to give wise correction, it's like making a withdrawal from that account. So we need to make sure that we're not trying to withdraw from an account that we've never put anything into. We need to be investing in people. But love has characteristics. Love looks like something, and the Bible shows us For example, Colossians 3 and Ephesians 4, these chapters we've already mentioned, if you read them in in their entirety, you'll see that we are told in those chapters to clothe ourselves or to walk in attributes such as compassion, humility, gentleness, and patience. And I think all of these are aspects of love. So to deliver truth in love means to deliver truth with compassion, Actually be concerned for the person that you're giving truth to. Don't have ulterior motivations. You, are, you should be concerned about them. You want them to grow. You want them to be healthy and be built up in Christ, and that's why you're sharing truth with them. You might even ask yourself, how would I want to be approached if this was me? And then treat someone the way that you would want to be treated. Humility, that is an attribute of love. So truth should be delivered with humility, which means no form of arrogance, no form of judgment, no even hint of elevating yourself above someone else's superior. We should understand as we're delivering truth and help someone else understand that we're all on the same level. We all need Jesus. We all need correction. As a matter of fact, Delivering truth with an attitude of humility might mean that you're willing to be transparent yourself. Share your own weaknesses, share your own frailties as you seek to exhort someone else. If you're not willing to do that, you're probably not yet ready to deliver truth in love. Gentleness. We should deliver truth with the characteristic of gentleness. That's a form of love. And there are times where unrepentant sin calls for a very strong rebuke. But for the most part, wise correction or exhortation should be done gently. Uh, and, And being gentle and being firm are not opposites. We should understand that. So you can be strong in correction, and yet you can deliver your words carefully and thoughtfully. And then finally, patience. That is a certainly a form of uh, a characteristic of love. The Bible tells us that. Love is patient. Uh, Patience should come both before you give a wise correction and after you give a wise correction. Before you exhort someone, you should spend a lot of time in prayer. You should pray for your own heart. You should pray for the heart of the person that you're going to speak to. You should ask God to be with you in the conversation, prepare their heart to receive what you have to say, and ask Him to put the right words in your mouth and keep you from saying the wrong things. 
I've actually experienced times where I knew that I needed to speak to someone and I prayed about it and before I ever even went to them, God resolved the issue. He showed them what I wanted to talk to them about and revealed it to them before I ever had to do anything. Now, other times you may give that wise correction or exhortation, and then the patience needs to come after the conversation where you need to share truth and love and then back off for a little bit if possible. Give that person time to process and to think and to let the truth of God's Word work in their heart. Usually very little to absolutely nothing is gained from persistent nagging. So there may be a time where you need to follow up with someone after a conversation or just keep that conversation going over time, but be patient. Give them time to process and to respond if the situation allows it. Now that's just a high-level summary of truth in love, which is how we are to deliver wise correction or exhortation. Church, we shouldn't be afraid of giving wise correction to one another, to those that we are building relationships with in the church. God has put you in the lives of your faith community for a reason, and we're called to exhort one another so that we might grow together. But correction needs to be handled biblically. We need to exhort with wisdom, and that means the very nature of our exhortation must be truth in love. We need to spend a lot of time in God's Word so we have a lot of truth to give, and we need to spend a lot of time with Jesus and let Him soften our hearts and our character so that we can display love and walk in love toward other people, so we can be compassionate and humble and gentle and patient with them uh, as we would want them to be with us as we're exhorting one another uh, for, their, for our good. Now, next week on the podcast, we're going to continue this thought by considering how we receive correction well, which is far more difficult than giving it. So I hope you will join us for that. Uh, if you have any questions at all, use the email in the outro that you're about to hear, and I would love to dialogue with you about this. If you think this podcast would be helpful to someone, please share it with them. But until next time, church, let's continue to rely on Jesus together. And as always, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com.